0: I think Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is standing by. Let's get his thoughts on Harbaugh's signees on signing day one. How you doing, Chris?
1: Hey, buddy. I'm doing all right.
0: All right. Uh, we'll get to the transfer portal uh, where they're number one. Uh, they could sweep, uh, win the transfer portal uh, national <laughs> championship and beat uh, TCU and probably Georgia for the college football national championship. But let's get to signing day today. Uh, uh, surprises? Uh, What helped this class? Anything that hurt it?
1: Yeah, not much. uh, In the way of surprises, we expect Jair Hill to announce his commitment to Michigan cornerback out of Illinois in a little bit, so that'll make it better. But it's around number 20 in the country, and frankly it's not what you'd expect for a team coming up a 25-2 and record and back-to-back Big Ten titles, back-to-back drubbings of Ohio State and playoff appearances. But it is what it is. If you're not paying for play, which Michigan is not, then it's going to take some time to shake out. And uh, But I think they adapted pretty well, as you said, with the transfer portal. You can't use the portal as a crutch, right? You can't have 15 guys coming in every year. Year and saying, "Okay, we're putting a team together with other people's leftovers," and uh, but that's not really what they've done here. They're getting grad transfers, and Michigan you either need grad transfers or freshmen, frankly, uh, to get their to get their transfer their credits to transfer. So they've done a good job of that. A lot of them have ties to Michigan from previous recruitments or guys that were captains of their teams, so they know what they're doing. If you look at AJ Barner, for example, tight end uh, after Eric All leaves. Yeah, and Louis Hansen, who never really panned out here, a former four-star recruit. You needed somebody like him. They got him. Mike Hart's ties to Indiana, he knew him very well from when he coached there. So, Jack Tuttle, they needed a fourth-string quarterback, third-string quarterback. He's a guy that can do that and has some experience and, and is, a, is a pretty good quarterback. So, Josiah Stewart is a guy who played football. He's from Coastal Carolina. He played football with Mike Sanersto, Michigan's uh, captain, uh, and who's returning next year as a cornerback and um, so they know him. So they know these guys, they know their character, and these guys are going to fit pretty well, I think. But next year, you going to pick it up because you still need difference makers, Bill, flat out. That's uh, all there is to it. You still need the guys like the Donovan Edwards, the guys like J.J. McCarthy to get to the playoffs, and I don't see any in this class, to be honest with you.
0: Are there any impact uh, Game 1 guys as freshmen that could get minutes, see play in time, and help Michigan fall at 2023?
1: I think there will be um, who they are at this point. Uh, you know, I really don't know. Eno Etta is probably one of the headliners. He's a kid out of uh, Colleyville, Texas, and is a defensive end. They are looking for more guys, excuse me, to rush the passer. And I think that, uh, that he's going to be an option. Uh, he's one of those guys that if you could use him in some pass rushing situations, that maybe he'll help you there. So uh, one of the underrated guys, Jason Hewlett, this kid, a linebacker, 6'3", 215, Uh, Underrated. He's a three star. I think you're going to see him uh, make an impact, especially on special teams early. So, um, those would be the two guys that come to my mind at this point. Uh, Again, this is not a, you know, and there will be obviously in the transfer portal there will. Will, Ernest Hausman, a linebacker out of Nebraska, is a kid who had a great year for them. He had 10 tackles against Michigan, was all over the place. He's going to play next year. There's no question about it. Ladarius Anderson, a transfer out of Arizona State. Is probably going to start at left tackle. If I had to, if you had to, you know, put me on the spot, I would say that he's going to be the guy. So, um, Drake Nugent is going to provide some help at center. That's a center transfer from from uh, Stanford, and then AJ Barner, as we talked about earlier, will be playing at tight end. So I'd say more the transfer portal guys, but these are guys like Olu, Olu Atimi and Aabioki who came in and uh, knew their roles, they fit in well with their teammates right away. These guys, again, all captains, all high-character guys, so it's not like you're going out there and just grabbing 15 guys out of the portal because you had to.
0: Yeah, and Tuttle becomes a uh, more-than-capable backup. He also came in via the portal. And who's the Coastal Carolina edge rusher? I watched Coastal Carolina this year. He looked Mm -hmm.
1: tough. Yeah, Josiah Stewart, who we I talked about earlier, and it was a teammate of Mike Sanrastel's in um, Massachusetts, and he's only 235 pounds, but he's got a burst. And I think he had 11 tackles his first year, and or last year, and 12 tackles and uh, 11 sacks rather, and uh, and had a great year this year as well. Was one of the top ranked transfers, so they're doing a really good job there. And again, these are guys that are familiar with some of the Michigan kids, or that they've recruited before, so you know that they're all going to be high character, good fits.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at the breakdown by position currently for the signed letters of intent uh, for Michigan. Two running backs, four receivers, three O-linemen, and then the bulk of it uh, is on the defensive side. Four D-linemen, three linebackers, two DBs, and special teams guys, athletes, are four. So you can kind of see the focus. And and I do agree with you, Chris. Finding older transfer portal guys, not, not quite pushing everybody out but looking for needs that can be filled while you while you get uh, recruits ready and let them grow into it. It's a smart move by Harbaugh uh, based on where this recruiting class is.
1: Yeah, I mean, if like you said, if you're not going to go transactional and you're going to be transformational, then that's the route you have to go. And they've been telling kids, you know, even when they if they're taking bags at other schools, hey, you know, if you ever if they don't hold up their end of the bargain, uh, this is according to some of the recruits anyway. Hey, maybe we'll see in the transfer portal, you know, and uh, we'll be here if you want to talk, type of thing. So uh, I like it. There's still a sweet spot I think that they have to find, Bill, and it's going to help. There's going to be there's going to be some movement on NIL at Michigan here in the next couple of weeks. We've been speaking to people people who are directly involved in it uh, where they're going to get people all on board with with the collectives and you're going to have more boosters contributing you're going to see more of an organized effort that we haven't seen yet from Michigan which is going to help the 2024 class they're off to a great start there so but it did hurt them in 2023 not being prepared I have no hesitation in saying that and uh, you know there are going to be some hurt feelings when I say that but the new president Santa Ono like I said when he was hired is not going to stand for Michigan being complacent and Michigan not being Excellent uh, in every every facet of every program. This is a guy who, when they uh, asked him about when they were telling him about the hospital and the different departments and where they ranked, said, "Well, why aren't the other ones in the top five? You know, and how do we get there?" And he has the same expectations for Michigan athletics. So, and football uh, certainly is the one that pays the bills. And so you're going to see them get better and better. I think next year's recruiting class will be even better. I would not call this one a disappointment, and they got some great great recruits in this class. But again, you need some of those difference makers, Bill. If You're going to be making the playoff like Michigan has in the last two years.
0: Man, when I heard you use the phrase taking bags, all I thought was Chris posing for a picture with a big gold chain with a dollar sign (laughs) leaning Uh, up there with Safie and Broom and E.J. Holland and Johnny Borton uh, driving the Wolverine.com bus taking bags. That's your first release on your album. I love that.
1: Yeah. And I'd have a, an Oregon jersey on at this point, apparently, looking at the way. Uh, or UCLA, uh, excuse me. Yeah, well, Oregon, Oregon's LA. got the Nike money. Come on. Yep. Yep, no question. And you know what? Sometimes that works out and sometimes it doesn't, right? If you look at Texas A&M, for example, we've had this conversation how many times, Bill? So, you know what? If you flat out are paying for play to some kids and other kids aren't getting anything, there's going to be some animosity in there. But you know what the biggest recruiting win would be this year, Bill, is if they get Blake Corm to come back. And he's going to be, he's 50-50 he said yesterday. And I know the people directly involved trying to get him his NIL opportunities at Michigan uh, to, you know, not, they can't tamper and they can't say, okay, we're setting you up here but i do know that the people are interested in signing to him to some deals that could make it worth his while to stay at michigan so when you talk about recruiting you want to talk about a five-star that's about as good as it gets a heisman almost a guaranteed heisman trophy candidate
0: tampering and setting kids up that doesn't happen in college sports
1: <laughs> it is, i tell you what um, michigan as i've always said does it better than most almost to a fault at times uh, john beeline for example, as a guy who was voted the cleanest coach in the country by his peers, he should be nominated today by the way there's going to be a show on right now uh, for the for the Naismith Hall of fame uh, the highest honor bestowed upon a coach at any level so I'm um, looking forward to watching that here in a couple of minutes but that's how Michigan operates, and uh, that's why you know what we we can say anything we want to about uh you know at least schools around the country and and what they're doing and everything else. But I've never doubted that in my 25 years covering Michigan football or basketball, that they were doing it any other way than the right way.
0: Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on signing day number one. Really, uh, the first signing day is full of the D1 stories. Signing day two has become more uh, about filling holes or lower level D1 and D2 programs, but Michigan currently... Uh, The On3.com recruiting rankings, where is Michigan at right now with their latest signees?
1: Yeah, it looks like number 20. It should move up to about 18 or so, I think, if they land Jire Hill, who we mentioned earlier. So, And, uh, you know, I don't get caught up in the rankings, but I, what I do look at, Bill, are some of the difference makers. And sometimes you can't tell who those guys are just by looking at the list. You know, for example, Mason Graham, in hindsight, was a five-star Michigan's freshman defensive tackle, and for a long time he was a three-star. I think that's how he ended, was a three-star. Initially committed to Boise State, one of the, seriously, the best defensive tackle through freshman. That I've ever seen at Michigan in his first year. So uh, these guys pan out. Ronnie Bell was a two-star, so and, and he turned out to be a captain and, and a key contributor to a national, a national playoff finalist. So sometimes you can't tell, but sometimes you can. And you need, for example, you need that running back that's going to have the game-changing ability, a Donovan Edwards or a Blake Quorum. You need the quarterback like J.J. McCarthy. Uh, you know, Cade McNamara did a great job with the guys around him. Uh, otherwise, you have to have a veteran team, and maybe one in four or five years you're going to be able to compete you know, for a title. But uh, that's not the way you should be at Michigan, and I don't anticipate that will be that way going forward.
0: Chris Ballas of Wolverines.com, Busy man. You got signing day number one today with Harbaugh and the Wolverines. And a week from Saturday in the desert, it will be TCU and Michigan uh, hooking up in the college football playoff semifinal. The winner advances to take on the winner between Georgia and Ohio State. Uh, Before I let you go, uh, injury update, team update, uh, any headlines coming out as they prepare for TCU a week from Saturday?
1: Yeah, rumblings at Andrell Anthony. Michigan's receiver is banged up, um, so we'll keep an eye on that. He hasn't had the year that most envisioned anyway, so other wide receivers certainly able to to, uh, step up there. We believe Mike Morris will be back for Michigan. He missed most of the Ohio State game with a lower body injury. So um, And then other than Mike Orem, they're in good shape. So Olu Oluwitimi has been seen in a boot, but we're uh, told that that is just a precautionary thing, and he should be fine for the game. So... It uh, should be most hands on deck for that one, Bill.
0: Chris Ballas, thank you so much. We're going to talk to Anthony Broom, Clayton Safey. They're excited. It's signing day. Michigan's in the Final Four in the college football playoff, and they finish number one in the portal. And I love I, – I'm telling you, man, the Barner guy is going to be a stud in the yeah. Michigan offense and the defensive players and strengthening the O-line and linebacker play, which I think – Uh, Had a few holes. Uh, I just love it. Uh, They're doing the right things. And, you know, if you can go grab the best older side of the transfer portal and keep plugging those holes while you add stud recruits and next year's class has more than this year, that's a pretty cool combination as long as you find the guys who don't disrupt your culture. And I think that's something Mel Tucker just went through in East Lansing this past season.
1: Yeah, exactly. You nailed it. I was going to say that if you didn't, it's all about preserving the culture and making sure that you have that in place and keep it in place. I think they are. Uh, these guys are all vetted. So they know what they're getting when they, when they get them. They talk to a lot of people. Again, Mike Hart coached both Tuttle and Barner at Indiana. So he knows about those guys and uh, that's what you rely on when you're making those decisions, Bill. And I think they've made some pretty good ones.
0: Hey, yeah, I just got word, Chris, from Marty Boer in the Michigan Sports Network. And with the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan, we just gave away that trip for two to Arizona for Michigan TCU. And now, if Michigan wins that game and makes it to the championship game, we are getting set to announce a trip for two to Los Angeles that uh-huh. listeners can enter to
1: win. That's amazing, because you know what those tickets are going for? It's How much? Unbelievable. How much, over, kid? Over Tell $1, me, thousand dollars, buddy, for for a nosebleed. A thousand dollars
0: is tip money for you when you're with the grandkids <laughs> at the pool.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I still want to win. So, do I get to enter? As I guess, the you don't get to enter. You go wolverine. dot
0: You got a your your expense <laughs> is an unlimited gold card. Yeah,
1: that's isn't. Wouldn't that be sweet? So,
0: You'll be uh, out there, won't you? You guys are going. Well, you're going to the desert. How many uh, uh, crew members are going from the Wolverine.com to the desert?
1: Yeah, two of us will go to that, and then all of us will go to the championship game if that happens. Uh, there you go. So looking forward to that, man. Man, Chris, yeah, you just... To believe that we're here.
0: Hey, man, and Merry Christmas to you, your kids, your grandkids, your dog. You got you got one <laughs> little goldfish you've had for seven years, Goldie. <laughs> Merry Christmas to your mom and dad here on the west side of the state of Northview. Your dad's a borderline stalker. I love
1: him. (laughs) We love you, Billy. Thanks, man. Thanks for everything you do for us, and and have a great holiday, brother.
0: It's one of the best partnerships I've had in my nearly 31 years on air. Chris Ballas.